You are welcome to Beautiful Christian Podcast. My name is Princess and this is my public diary. So glad to have you here. Let's get into today's podcast. Hi and welcome to my first ever podcast. I am so, so, so excited to be recording this. I am so happy. Ah! Okay, Princess, calm down, calm down. Okay, 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 now I'm calm. So I I was a little nervous at first, like I laughed a lot before finally settling with this. And I think this should be my 30th recording. I don't know, or maybe 40th because I made a lot and I finally decided to settle with this one. Yes. Okay. So before I get into our topic for today, I feel I should just put this out there. Okay. I am not a pastor. I do not occupy any position relating to being a pastor or anything like that. I am just a believer who is still growing, just a girl who goes to church and is a chorister in the church she goes to. That is who Princess is. There is nothing so, I don't know. I just felt I should let this, I should leave this here. You all should know. I am still growing and I know that. Some of you listening to me are still growing, and I just feel we should grow together. Like, why not? Like I told my natural head tribe, I said, <laughs> we, you should come along with me on this journey so that we can grow our hair and also grow spiritually. Life is not all about hair, trust me. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So before we get right into it, I also want to uh, let you all know the inspiration behind the my podcast name beautiful christian because most of you might be wondering okay so my other name is christabel and christabel means beautiful christian so why not why not why not yeah so that's the inspiration behind my podcast name okay okay <laughs> so let's get into the topic for today the topic of today is putting god first how Okay, now you might be wondering, putting God first, why did Princess even pick this topic? Even me, I was wondering, Princess, why do you actually pick this topic? (laughs) I just feel, I don't know, I just picked it, I just picked it. Okay, so why did I decide to talk about this topic as my first ever podcast topic? Why? I chose this because... um, this is something I'm still learning. It's something I'm actually still learning. Learning to consciously put God first in everything that I do. It. I'm. I'm still. I'm still learning. I am still learning. Trust me. Though there was a time when I did. I did not even have any idea on how to put God first and why I should do it, because people just tell you put God first in everything you do. You know, put Him first. But they never tell you. Uh, this is how you should actually put in first. They, they, never, they never tell you practical ways. At least they didn't tell me. I never really knew practical ways to put God first. When I was like still growing, as in at my early stage in Christianity, I never knew how to do that. And some, when you go on social media, some, you see some people using the hashtag, the right hashtag, and they put God first. I had an account where I also put hashtag God first, you know, God first and all that. It was just, it, it, it was just like common and all that stuff. But then I never really understood how to put God first. I'm saying I never really understood because when I look at my life then, 
and when i look at what i know now it just makes me realize that yes yes i never really knew how to put god first and why actually i just i was just doing god first god first because yeah i know that god should be the center of my life and all that stuff but then why okay so that that's like part of the reason why i decided to talk on this topic because now i i think i understand i am still understanding but then i think i have at least a basic understanding of why god should be first and how okay so i want to start off with purpose p-u-r-p-o-s-e purpose so god has been laying this this in my heart because in the month of september last month and this month my heart my spirit has just been dwelling on purpose purpose like i've just been on a discovery of purpose i am rediscovering my purpose in jesus my purpose in this world i'm like rediscovering it and i'm making this podcast because i know i know that some people listen to me you listen to me right now you might also be on that journey journey of discovering who you actually are why you're even on this earth you know what you are supposed to do how you're supposed to live your life and all of that so that's the reason i'm making this podcast and i hope it helps you by the grace of god amen amen (laughs) okay so i want to start by saying that purpose is the reason for which a thing exists it is the reason why a thing was created so god is our creator and you are his creation so there's a reason why you are on this earth there's a reason why you exist there's a reason there's a reason there's a reason trust me there's a reason so let's look at uh, the book of psalm 24 verse 1 it says the earth is the lord's and everything in it the world and all its people belong to him so why did i read the scripture i read the scripture because it basically says why you should put god first why you should put god first why you should put god first because everything on this earth belongs to him you belong to him everything in it belongs to him and you yourself you belong to god so i also want to let you know that there are two purposes every human being has like two major or should i say basic two basic purposes every human has so you have a purpose you're created for a reason you do not just exist on this earth because no there's a reason why you're here there's a reason trust me trust me okay come with me come with me so two basic purposes the first then there's the primary purpose and then you have your secondary purpose your primary purpose is god putting god first your primary purpose is putting god first and then your secondary purpose are other things you know maybe your other your calling in life maybe you're called to be a doctor a lawyer and all of that that is your secondary purpose but your number one the one at the forefront is jesus it's god it's it's showing jesus to the world that is your primary purpose god when i was in uh, primary school they'll always tell they'll teach us in crs christian religious studies they'll say a uh, reason why god created humans they say number one to serve him they say number two to worship him you see they were always like referencing those things so yeah your primary purpose on earth is is it's putting god first it's it's serving him it's worshiping him it's doing all of that just like psalm 24 verse 1 says the earth is the lord's and everything in it like this world belongs to god he's the creator and so the least you can do is to actually worship the creator because trust me 
you don't know what your tomorrow will be like you don't know what your tomorrow is god has the final say like he has the final say there is nowhere in the bible that it's written that you you listen to me right now there's no way it's written that let's say your name is uh, precious there's no way it's nowhere it's written that uh precious would wake up tomorrow morning she will sleep this night and she wake up tomorrow morning yes she still be alive and everything. There's no way it's, there's no way it's written. In fact, in fact, in James chapter 4, verse 14, it says, How do you know what your life will be like tomorrow? Your life is like the morning fog. It's here a little while, then it's gone. Verse 15 then says, What you ought to say is, if the Lord wants us to, we will live and do this or that. So you should not live your life and just be like, ah, it's, <laughs> it's sure, no, 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 because tomorrow is not promised. Instead, you say, okay, God, if this is how you want it to be, let, let your will be done. You get, you, so that's, that's what I'm trying to say. So God should be first. God should be first because he alone has the final say. Trust me, <laughs> you don't have no final say concerning your life. You don't. God, God is your primary purpose. If he has not been your primary purpose, then sis, bro, it's high time you made God your primary purpose. Like, he's the reason you're on this earth. Like, see it this way. He, he, he's, he, okay, okay, let's, let's put it this way. For example, just imagine a refrigerator that to, to make the refrigerator work, it's not by plugging it in. Because normally, uh, most of our refrigerators just have to plug it into a socket. So now imagine that there's this new, uh, refrigerator that you have to set up some things you have set up this set up that do this and that you don't even need to plug it in the socket you just have to set up some things manually and then your refrigerator starts working if you get a refrigerator like that you cannot operate it you will not know how to set it up till you go through the manual but then if you call the inventor let's say the inventor's name is michael the person who invented the refrigerator and then you're like okay michael come and help me set this up michael michael who is the inventor he doesn't really have to look at the manual because he invented this thing he has been working on this invention for years yeah yeah okay so now just imagine if there was no manual with the refrigerator that you necessarily have to call michael the inventor to come and help you of course you will call him to help you so basically that is how it is with us and god you are like the refrigerator (laughs) you are an invention (laughs) take it that way and then god is the inventor and then we are so lucky. We are so lucky that we have a manual. Like a manual just as in the Bible. The Bible is a manual. So we are very lucky that we have the Bible. So God is our, is our inventor. So the thing is that he knows how we are. He knows how our tomorrow is supposed to be. He doesn't have to look at the manual. He knows because he, he created us, right? He created us. He let's, let, let me use that word. He invented us, though he created. So he did that. And so he doesn't need a manual. But you, you need a manual. You need that manual to actually know how your life is supposed to be. Because this is not your world. As in, sorry, this is not as in, you didn't create this place. You just, God just puts you here. He puts you like a caretaker to take over. Over as in, sorry, to take care of this place take care of the people in it you know he said uh, take care of my sheep and all of that so you're on this earth for that reason your primary purpose should be god it should be it should be serving god it should be to please god and so you're so lucky that the bible is there so you, when you when you read your bible you see how to obey god you you then know okay okay this is how oh oh oh, oh, oh this is how i should please god okay okay you know so you're lucky to have a manual and your creator knows 
your your end even from your beginning like he knew you before you were formed in your mother's womb so you that's why you should put him first because trust me don't put god first and you don't wake up the next day fam you know you're you know where you're going to end you know where you end up in so in order to be as in conscious to be conscious of righteousness you have to put god first god has to be the number one i'm still consciously trying to do that and now i'm going to be talking about what it means to put god first like how how should you put god first how how should you make god your primary purpose how how are we supposed to do this thing princess <laughs> in case you're wondering okay so uh let's get into it let's get into it okay so putting god first is like putting him now you put god first as in god should god should be like before you take any action before you take a step you have to ask what does God think about this? Or how how can God be involved in this thing? You want to start a business. Okay, so how will I how will I put God into this thing? That should be like those that thought should always come up in your mind. I'm talking this way because like it's what I've learned learned over time. It's what I've learned over time. Because I used to make that mistake where I just want to do something and I'm just doing it myself. You know, I get a business contract and I'm just trying to execute it by myself because I forget that oh Jesus, Jesus, God is supposed to be the number one. I'm supposed to seek seek his plan because he knows tomorrow now. He's the one that knows tomorrow, right? Okay, okay. So I'll talk about your secondary purpose, your secondary purpose, and then how you can now put God first in your secondary purpose. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so your secondary purpose, like I said, is like all that sense, all that sense, your job, your your business, your your calling in life and all of that, you know. Other things, your relationships, yes, that's like your other things, basically. Let's, let's just classify them under secondary purpose. So now your relationship, let's say your relationship, like uh, the person, let's say you're courting someone, you're courting someone. So um, godly dating, and even you, before you before you date, I you should you should have you should have standards which you have set according to the word of God. One standard is no fornication, no fornication. No premarital sex. No, no, don't. No, nothing like that. So you should have set your standards. So in your relationship, you are putting God first. Putting God first is like putting His word first. I remember God is His word. Said, and the word was made flesh and dwelt among, amongst us. So God is His word. So now you cannot just say, Ah, bring Baba God, please come down. Then, then uh, let me put you first for my for my uh, partner or something. God is his word. He has given us the Bible. So to now know how to put him first, you have to go through his word in every situation. So now you're putting God first in your relationship by not committing, by not doing, by not engaging rather in premarital sex. That is how you're putting God first in a relationship, in a courtship relationship, right? Okay, so that's how you're putting God first, you know? And so you're, you're putting God first. How you know that is that you went in his word. It's there in his word. No fornication, you know, it's there no no adultery in your marriage you're putting god first you're not going to commit adultery you know so you're doing that and then and that secondary purpose you have is your job your job in your in your workplace in your workplace you can put god first you should put god first it says in uh mark chapter 16 verse 15 Mark 16 verse 15, it says, it says, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm opening the Bible. <laughs> Mark 16, 15. Mark 16, 15 says, 
And then he told them, go into all the world and preach the good news to everyone. He did not say some people, he said everyone. He said everyone. So in your workplace, you can just meet up with a colleague and be like, uh, uh, I was studying this verse of the, I was studying this verse in the Bible, maybe in your break period or something. I was studying this verse in the Bible and I don't know. What do you think about it? This is what I read, you know? And for you, know, you, you people, you, you guys just start up a conversation and it keeps going. It keeps going. So in your workplace, you can put God first by talking to your colleagues about Jesus, talking to them about Jesus. Always remember to, always remember to pray before approaching anyone. Yeah? Talk about Jesus to them and stuff. And then another way you can put God first is starting your day with him. Don't just, okay, I made this mistake in the past like several times. Ah, I'll just wake up because like, like I might be doing something in the previous night and then I sleep late. And of course, I wake up late. And so when I wake up late, the thing on my mind is like, ah, do you know, as in my responsibilities for that day, I'm jumping up, I'm going to do this, going to do that. Some of you just jump up, you're like, ah, work. You go and bathe, you brush, and you're rushing out to work. So starting, if you start your day with God, your day is going to like take a, oh my God, a, I don't even know I'm going to explain it, <laughs> but your day will be so beautiful. Like for me, those times when I'll just jump up without starting my day in prayer, it's, it's just like, as in, after I've done every other thing, and then I'm not like, okay, now I have time, let me pray. The prayer doesn't, it feels somehow like it does not hit like the way it's supposed to hit i don't know if you understand it just feels somehow and i'm like oh god and then i don't i do not even like really feel like doing it again and stuff so i'd say start your day with prayer start your day with prayer start your day with prayer jesus jesus started his his day with prayer jesus started his day with prayer and jesus is our example he's our example he's our example so start your day with prayer, start your day with prayer and trust me, you declare into your day, you decree and declare. I declare favor into my day, I declare uh, prosperity, I just declare things, declare things, you know, speak positive things into to yourself. I am the righteousness of God, I am the light of the world. Praise God, <laughs> praise God. <laughs> so, you know, start your day with, de- with declarations, positive declarations, biblical declarations, yes. So, and that's how to put God first, you know, in your day. Start your day with prayer. 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 Prayer is not even like something that... See, let me just tell you now. Prayer is a discipline. Prayer, from what I've learned, prayer is a discipline. Because there are some days you just get up and maybe you even get up early. But you're like, hey, you want to pray, but it's not, it's not really... You don't feel like... So I'll just be honest with you. It's a discipline. When you're feeling in any way like that, tell yourself, princess, you're going to pray, whether I like it or not. And one thing I've learned is that whenever I, I wake up, you know, sometimes I just want to like sit on my bed and plug in my ear, earphone and listen to music and stuff. But then, and then before you know, sometimes I just doze off. But like, but now I've learned and I, I stand up from that bed. I'm like, nah, I'm not doing this. Because I notice that the bed makes me sleep. So find out, like, you know, invest observe observe when you wake up in the morning if you ever feel sleepy even after waking up and you know it's time to pray get up on your feet move around your room and start praying that's what i do and that's been helping me when i start walking walking and walking back and forth and it just helps me and then i'm fully awake so yes start your day with prayer 
yeah and then another way can put god first is asking his will asking him his will before doing anything trust me trust me maybe you get a business contract please do not forget to go to god in prayer no matter how little that thing may be go to god in prayer ask him you got an opportunity something just comes up always ask god god what do you actually want me to do what is your what is your will and just tell him please let your will be done and always always read your bible because god speaks true god speaks through his through his word he speaks through the bible so if you are reading the bible like day by day trust me whenever you ask god okay god, what should i do a scripture might just holy spirit will just drop a scripture in your heart and you're like oh okay okay thank you father yes yes now makes sense it, it will now like make sense a lot of sense so you can put god first by asking his will ask his will god what do you want me to do how do you want this thing to be you get a business idea father how do you want the business to go how do you want it to be you know ask his will and then when you start doing that business do not forget to put god first not forget to put him put him always think okay so as i'm doing as i'm doing this job this job as i'm doing this business how can i bring god into it how can i bring god into it you know so that's one thing i said like trying to discipline myself to do while i'm doing like my social media things i'm doing instagram i'm most i'm trying to bring jesus because my first ever plan was to like put as in the videos i make on instagram the plan was that okay uh my background music if i make video the background songs will always be gospel but then someone was like uh-uh like someone that i respect i i i look at her like a matured believer and then she told me that i would have followers that vary not just christians so i should be relatable i should try to be relatable so they don't want to follow me and all that stuff and she just tell me this thing and i was like confused i was like uh I just thought that she used gospel because I'm like a music minister, you know, in church and all that stuff. So I just feel like I should carry it. I should carry it on my head. I should not just drop it in church or drop it in after my devotion and end it there. No, now social media social media needs to know. But she's like, know that since even if I want to preach, I have to be relatable and stuff. I'm like, okay. Then she's like, I should use catchy songs, you know, that is not bad. She just said things like that and all that stuff. And I just, from then, after doing like, two to three gospel songs i stopped and i started using worldly songs in my videos so now okay because when i started my instagram account the plan was to start by using gospel songs and then as i keep going i believe that god will reveal other ways that i can show him to the world you know but then after that music after i started using worldly songs the, it just i just kept on going until later my senses started coming back <laughs> and i decided to okay, st- i stay i said i was not going to use what these songs again he said i'll use instrumentals or use gospel songs and this is another way i'm trying to make social media know that jesus is real trust me is another way that's why this podcast is happening that's why it's happening <laughs> praise god <laughs> that's why it's happening okay okay so when you start your business try to put god don't try do it do it do the word don't do not be a year only i'm also talking to myself princess do not be a year of the word only also be a doer so help me god amen so be a doer of the word like yeah 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 so let's get into the next heading the next heading is what god first would do as in putting god first what will he do what will he do for you okay so i'm going to be reading matthew chapter 14 verse 22 Matthew 14, 22. Matthew 14, 22 says, 
Then Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead to the other side of the lake while he sent the people away. After sending the people away, he went up a hill by himself to pray. When evening came, Jesus was there alone, and by this time the boat was far out in the lake, tossed about by the waves because the wind was blowing against it. Between between 3 and 6 o'clock in the morning, Jesus came to the disciples walking on the water. When they saw him walking on the water, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and screamed with fear. So what I want to pick up from this by from this uh verse I just read, it says that Jesus, Jesus like after Jesus left his disciples alone, he left them in a boat and went alone to go and to go and pray, to go and fellowship with the Father alone. He prayed from evening to the following morning and then started coming to his disciples between three to six AM in the morning and then he was coming and i and then he, he was walking on water so what i got from that scripture is that after praying jesus was charged up as in prayer charged him up that he was so mighty and was walking on water farm farm do you, know, do you know what i understand from that it's like so like jesus jesus actually started his day with prayer here and you can see him he was walking on water so now in this day now let's let's take it, let's let me put it this way okay you start your day in prayer you're all charged up you go to your workplace and it's 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 different everything just feels different the way you handle things is now different it's like extraordinary and maybe your boss your boss might even notice it because uh-uh, the glory is all over you there is a way you do your devotion in the morning and the glory will be it will be so big as in you can't contain it but you just have to contain the glory <laughs> and you're walking you're walking out of your house and you're walking in power in might and all of that you're walking on water and things things turn around your workplace you're not you you're not handle things differently you handle things differently it's it's different people are feeling it people are feeling the presence of god like booming out from you and all of that and you're doing things differently and before you know a promotion at your workplace so praying, putting God first, starting your day in prayer makes you a water walker. You you walk on water, not maybe not on literal water, but then things things that extraordinary things are happening would happen in your life. Trust me, extraordinary things would happen in your life. Your life will start to make more sense when you start your day with prayer. It's it's something I've actually learned. So yes, that is it. So you become a water walker. Maybe not a literal one, but your life will turn around for sure. Trust me. And the next one, the next uh, benefit of putting God first, Matthew 6, 31 to 33. Uh, Matthew 6, Matthew 6, Matthew 6. We all know uh, the popular scripture of Matthew 6, 33, but let's start from 31. Matthew 6, 31 says, So do not start worrying where will my food come from or my drink or my clothes these are the things the pagans are always concerned about. Your father in heaven knows that you need all these things. Instead, be concerned above everything else with the kingdom of God and with what he requires of you. And he will provide you with all these other things. Praise God. Okay, I, I didn't say that. The Bible, the word of God said that God, God said that. He said, do not worry. Don't worry about the food you eat, the clothes you wear. Don't worry about those things. He said, worry about the kingdom. Worry about souls. Worry about these things. Worry about obeying the word of God. Worry about those things. And then all these things that you are looking for, they'll just be coming. They'll just be coming. Like, they'll just be coming. 
they will just be coming like you'll be shocked they will, god will just shock you and you see them coming anyhow so do not do not worry about those things god will supply your needs according to his riches and glory praise god <laughs> okay i just like that phrase praise god i just love it <laughs> okay okay so back to the matter back to the matter when you put his kingdom first you're going to supply your needs this is what he said and remember jesus is the way the truth and the life the truth, the truth, the truth, meaning he does not lie. His word does not lie. So trust me, you put God first, you put his kingdom first, you put souls first, you know, and he will put you first. He'll put all your, your, your needs first. Put him as a priority, put God as a priority. And trust me, he'll carry you on his head. <laughs> okay, wow, wow, wow. So now I'm going to be rounding off. I just want to round off by saying that there might be some of us maybe listening to me and you just, you feel like, Maybe you're a teenager, you're still like young and stuff, you're a teenager and all that. And you might be wondering, how do I even start putting God first? How do I do it? What if the friends, as in the friends you have, maybe you do not like, maybe you're like, you you are like a radical, I don't know how I'm even going to put it, but like, you know yourself, you are, you are, you are a born again Christian, you've received salvation. It's not even only teenagers, it's not only teenagers, nah, it's not only teenagers, adults and all you might be born again and all that stuff you receive salvation but the the company you have around you they are not really in in that they've not gotten to that stage that you are in so then you do not want to now come off as being too holy or holier than them or holier than thou <laughs> so i do not say you are didn't see your hey hey holy 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 that tag so don't tag you as holy holy and all that stuff i totally understand but trust me they say holy holy but they forget that god our father is holy like god is our, our father our, our, our father the one that our father that gave birth to us is like our, is our foster father he's just to care for us while we are on earth you know just look out for us but god our almighty father in heaven is holy and he gave birth to us i remember you are a God with the, with the small letter G. You are a God. And since God, our Father, is holy, you have to be holy, my dear. So when they say you are doing holy, holy, don't take it as an insult. It's a compliment. If you never knew, it's a compliment. <laughs> so, please, put God first. If you're ever pushed, let's say you finish reading the word of God and you are pushed to like share, share what you got from the word on your social media status, and then you're like, hey, what will people not think? Those start looking at me like, holy, please don't. Don't. And that way you can preach the gospel. It's too, it's by, it's, it's on social media. It's on social media. On like online evangelism. <laughs> you can't do that. So don't, don't be ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Don't, do not be ashamed. Do not be ashamed. This world, they will hate you. They are meant to hate you. When they see you doing things, they are meant to hate you. Stop trying to make them like you for, for crying out loud. Stop. It's Jesus that should matter at the end. Stop trying to make them like you. It's Jesus. Jesus is our end goal. Jesus. It's Jesus. So they are supposed to hate you. Matthew 10, 22 explains it. Matthew 10, 22 says, what does it say? It says, everyone will hate you because of me, but whoever holds out to the end will be saved. Do you see it now? Do you now see it? That people are supposed to dislike you, as in they'll dislike you because they'll be saying this one is carrying Jesus on her head. This one too, they carry Jesus on top in head. They'll be saying all that, all those stuff. It's normal. <laughs> it's normal. Trust me. It's not a new thing. They will hate you. They'll be. Dis- they will not. Some of them will want to keep it from you, but trust me. Do not. Don't follow them with hate. Follow them with love, because God is love. And since you are a a, a small God, you know. You should also be loved. You should also be loved. You should be aiming to be loved. Praise God. <laughs> okay. Yes. So they are supposed to hate you, but 
Then there's a scripture in Acts 5, 40 to 41. Acts 5. Acts 5, 40 to 41 says, They called the apostles in, in, had them whipped, and ordered them never again to speak in the name of Jesus. And then they set them free. As the apostles left the council, they were happy because God had considered them worthy to suffer disgrace for the sake of Jesus. Can you imagine? They they called uh, Peter, yeah, it was Peter and John. Peter and John went about uh, doing miracles in the name of Jesus, and then the Sadducees, Pharisees called them, arrested them, warned them the first time. They still did it. They called them, then they flogged them. They flogged them. And do you know what this man did? These men were happy that God counted them worthy to suffer this grace for Jesus. Wow, for the name of Jesus. Can you imagine? Wow, God, this is like, this is, I'm aiming this level, this level of, I'm actually aiming this level, and I, I, I would also adhere to aim this level, to be honest, because this is the goal. This is the goal. People forget that this world would end soon, and they do not think of where they, they will end up in. They do not think of that. So if you're listening to this podcast, please, please think of eternity. It's, it's near. The end times are near. Trust me. They are near. So you should start making your way right. We should all start making our ways right. That we rejoice when people are disliking us because we love God, because we are we are talking about Jesus and, and they are just, they are hating. Like, <laughs> what are they hating for? <laughs> okay, okay. So the last scripture for today is Matthew 24 verse 9. Matthew 24, verse 9. <laughs> oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Matthew 24, verse 9 says, Then you will be arrested and handed over to be punished and be put to death. All nations will hate you because of me. <laughs> are you seeing that? That's like when the end times are near. You'll be arrested, you'll be handed over to be punished. I'm letting you know. I'm letting you know now so that you not you not think that no 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 it's it's supposed to happen trust me it's in the word of god it's in the word of god it says many will give up their faith at that time they will betray one another and hate one another hmm, wow we have to be so conscious of our christianity trust me then verse verse 13 says but whoever holds out to the end will be saved praise god wow so i'll adhere us i'll adhere us please Put God first in any medium that you can. Do not be ashamed. Do not be ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Do not. Do not. Because Jesus even said, if you are ashamed of me now, he's going to be ashamed of you. As in, he's going to, he will denounce you. Like when you come, you say he does not know you. You tell the father, he does not know you. And you be, you cannot say, <laughs> you say he does not know you. So put God first. Put God first. Put God first in everything that you do. Put him first. And we are coming to the end of this podcast wow i actually learned i learned from everything i said to be honest (laughs) okay all right all right so if you like to communicate with me in any way i will be leaving you can just send me a text on instagram the link is on my profile here on podcast on anchor fm you can just send me a direct message or something and i hope this blessed someone i sincerely hope this blessed someone Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for boldness. Thank you for strength. Okay, we've come to the end of this podcast. Thank you for listening. I'll see you in, or rather, I'll talk to you in my next podcast. Bye for now. Toodles.
Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Be sure to share with someone.